Welcome to Graffiti Royale's Guide to Life, a podcast where the three of us talk about new music releases, what's going on in the industry, life hacks, and everything in between. Follow our band on all streaming sites and social media. Just search Graffiti Royale. And now, on to the episode. There's days where I'm like, I want to wear this tight shirt today with yeah. these big pants. Dude, I, I got big pants. I was telling Tyler, I got big pants. Uh. <laughs> yeah, tell the story. <laughs> Sanji uh, wanted to go to Madewell, you know that company? They were doing like a discount on jeans. We went over there and I was like, I want to get some cool pants. And I got these super fucking wide pants. Ooh, like I'm talking about like this, this wide down the legs. Fire. And in the dressing room, I was like, okay, like may- maybe this is my look, you know, like maybe I'm, I'm going to venture out this year or something. And <laughs> I got them and then I, I go, I go back home and I put them on and walk around the apartment. I was like, I look like a, I look like a paper boy from like the 1950s. <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't match the rest of my, my wardrobe. Right. So it just looks out of place. <laughs> like there's no way that I could rock that. What's up guys. How you doing? Chilling, man. What up, what up? Episode two of Graffiti Royale's Guide to Life, off and running. I'm super excited for this. Tyler, aka Creature in the Woods, with me we have AG, Quest Dreamer. We got a fun episode today. And to start things off, did you guys see the sphere? Yeah. Yes. Any videos of that U2 show on September 29th? Insane, man. Yeah, that's that insane. Crazy. Changing the game forever. I oh, think. big time. Yeah. Um, I read that uh, the amount of electricity that it takes to power that thing is like equivalent to 8,000 homes. Wow. <laughs> I feel like Vegas yeah. in general is just sucking so much energy. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it is. Have you guys been through Vegas and seen it yet? No. No? Uh-huh. Like when I was going to LA two weeks ago, uh, that was like the one thing that stuck out. Like seeing, because that was my first time going to Vegas, seeing the skyline, like driving in. Mm-hmm. And that, that sphere was just so cool. Like that was the only thing that I wanted to go see. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. incredible, man. Like inside and out some of those images from, like I saw Diplo posted a video of him at the show. And it, when I first saw it, I was like, Oh, is he at Red Rocks or something? No, it's like, no, he's inside. <laughs> In the, it's like an IMAX theater. Like it is, you know, it is next insane. fucking level, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that the new, like, dream venue to play? It would big time. Hell yeah. <laughs> that or Madison like, Square Garden. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like Madison Square Garden still like holds that top top. You know, that top spot is such a legendary yeah. spot that you have to graze as a musician. You have to like touch that stage. But the sphere is crazy. It's like yeah. You know, the yeah. opportunities you have to create an actual show there. It's not just like a band playing, but like the, the effects and the mm-hmm. art behind it is crazy. It's insane. Dude. Yeah. It's insane. Right. I, I think MSG is like, they're, they're part of the same group, uh, mm. which is pretty cool too. So oh, are they? Like two iconic venues. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What do, you, what do you mean the same group? The same owners kind of shit? Uh, I think they have similar owners. Yeah, I don't know the exact like ownership structure, but I think like the group that work on MSG and that like works on it continuously is is now working also on. on gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, I saw this video of uh, does sharing work on the po- on the, the pod, Ty? Uh, it should. Yeah, there's yeah. a little share button at the bottom. I was just gonna try this real quick. Can you guys see it or no? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Right here too. It's such a good song too, man. Mm -hmm. But it also like it, it kind of takes the focus away from the band, which is which is kind of cool in moments because it, it can mm. kind of make it a bigger moment than just like the individuals that are on the stage, right? Which is cool. Yeah, which is but. so cool for a venue of that size. Like I've never actually gone to a stadium and seen a band, so I feel like the sound is gonna suck and you're not gonna be able to see anything. That's 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 one thing I was thinking about. I was like, I wonder how's the sound in there. Like I wonder how you two sounded like. Mm. I mean, the video, they sounded great, but like yeah. live, like how, yeah. you know, how are those instruments coming? I think we need to take a field trip and report back. <laughs> Only one way to find out. Yeah. There Let was me an make... interview. That, did you guys see the interview with Zane Lowe and you two recently? No, I haven't. No. It was like on the come up for them doing this show. And they were saying like the music, uh, the way that the music travels in the sphere is better than any arena. Like acoustically, they were like, yeah, the way their arenas set are set up and a lot of these music venues are not really built with sound at like the, the forefront of the design mm. and the sphere was. Mm. So that's awesome, that, man. That could be pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're probably using some kind of like acoustic AI technology. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Mm. Like I'm looking at like, a pair of Genelec speakers right now that has like this whole system where it, like you like set up this microphone in your room. It reads the whole room and then it tunes all the speakers up and like compensates for like delay time and reflections and all that. So I'm sure Great. they're utilizing what? that kind of thing. Yeah. So especially like a lot of these venues are so old, oh. you know, they're so old and they're pretty, it's probably so expensive too to like revamp the whole PA mm. and sound system at this point, you know? Right. And they're like, probably afraid to, too, because exactly. it's like part of the magic and the history and exactly signatures on the walls and stuff. Mm -hmm. So to like yeah. open up a new venue these days with the new technology is probably grand, dude. Grand. Yeah, hundred percent. You guys listen to any new music lately? Any new releases on your radar from last month or? I know that Drake just dropped a new single today. I know his uh, album comes out tonight. I was listening to the single today. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool. It sounds yeah. like you know old rap, rap Drake. So mm. yeah, it's pretty cool to hear him in this element again. Yeah. Does, does that song like excite you about the album or are you kind of like oh. <laughs> uh kind of i'm excited i'm excited because yeah. if, if that's like the first track that you chose to release i'm like okay is this going to be like a rap album you know like mm. so now i'm like okay i'm, I'm, I'm excited <clears throat> to listen yeah 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 nice, Drake nice. Always, always puts put some good stuff out yeah so let's see yeah how about you alec um not not too much i mean there's this band called tesseract that i've been listening to for for a couple of years now they're like uh like kind of like a metal gent band uh i'm actually seeing them later this month but yeah i'm liking the album a lot um it's called uh war of being so maybe i'll nice. through a couple I'll check songs that out. you guys yeah but what's the band called tesseract uh tesseract tesseract Cool. Yeah, with a T at the end. Yeah. How about you, Ty? Yeah, I've been I've been digging this Patchy Man album mostly that came out a couple days ago. It's just been on like constant repeat here. Patchy Man is a dub artist from LA, kind of in like a reggae style. Just like really cool grooves. Like not not really complete songs, more just 
like nice grooves with changes and good to just throw on and vibe to. Yeah. Does he, does he like produce the music or does he like, like what's his like part in it? Like, is he playing instruments? Is he putting together different parts of different songs? Yeah, I know. That's a good question. From what I gather from like seeing him on Instagram, he does everything. And he's got like a little like DIY studio setup that looks like it's like an extra bedroom in his house or like a basement. I think it's like studio 888 or something. I'm not sure, but yeah. dude, he does everything like plays the drums, does the keys. It's like all like tape machines, analog guitars, old synth machines. Mm. Yeah. So there's a lot of good music coming out of LA right now. Another band that I'm really excited about is La Lome. Um, which, which I've probably told you guys about before, but they came out with a new album, yep. I think like mid last month. It's kind of, it's cool. It's got, got like a cumbia meets like 60s soul kind of twangy guitar rock. Mm. Another like old, been, been digging these like throwback vibes lately. That's awesome. I mean, it's, it's such a good vibe, man. Like I'm also kind of like, cause I, I really like Lalom. I, I still got to dig into Apache man, but I've been really digging, um, uh, Arc de Soleil, which is kind of like a Crankman-esque mm-hmm. yeah. vibe. Yeah. Uh, their music has been on repeat for me too. And it's like such a nice way to start the day. It's, it's honestly like that kind of music is such a good backing soundtrack to really anything you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like yeah. such, it, it's just such a vibe. Whereas other, other types of music, like even like metal or like any other kinds that you kind of need to be in the mood for it. At least I do, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like I can't just have metal on 24 hours a day. Like I can have like uh, Arc yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, or like Apache Man, or um, I think you can, I think you could do Drake every day, <laughs> all day, right? Yeah, yeah. These yeah. these uh, albums that can become a soundtrack to your life are so yeah. dope. You know, mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like when I don't have one of those, something's missing. I don't yeah. even quite know it, and then I discover like a new album <clears> that I, <throat> is like on constant repeat, and life is just better. Mm-hmm. yeah man i was on tiktok the other day and i heard some new uh kanye that he's working on so it's like some new music uh, that he's been working yeah. on. i think i said it to you you was um and it got me into just the kanye vibe again so i've been going back through donda again and i'm like damn like i don't know why i always overlook his shit you know i'll, mm-hmm. I'll like listen to it for a little bit and then i'll put it down every mm-hmm. time i go back though to listen to his older stuff or like previous releases i'm always like more blown away than initially i don't know what it is maybe it's all the media like sinking into my brain when i'm listening to his music nah, you know? facts. I, I don't know what it is but mm. that's facts. I'm, i was just listening to fucking uh good life by kanye and t-pain such mm. a great song such a great song Dude. like just overall from front to back 100 and put together sick. yeah i think he do i think he might be i was thinking about this the other day like if i look back to for like a top three hip-hop artist of all time he would be top three for me mm. i think mm. i don't know where on that list in the three right. he would be probably three but yeah i think i mean for my list he'd definitely be up there oh um, uh, yeah oh yeah so how do you guys discover music i'm like since you know we're talking about new releases and like kind of always on the hunt for new music and it's just life so much better when you have something good on repeat it's like how do how do you find that is it Spotify? Is it blogs? Are you on like group threads? I mean, usually it's a, I feel like it's friends like sharing music, like, you know, like us, we share kind of music from time to time. I mean, I got other friends that, you know, we just constantly text each other like new songs or like, I'm feeling this right now. I'm feeling that. Like guy, he has sent me the whole little Yachty album when it first came out. Let's start here. 
Um, and I'm still stuck with that album since. And it's been what three months now, four months. Mm. So it's just like, you know, it's like it's like kind of word of mouth situation. Because uh, I, I really, me personally, I feel like I'm not really on blogs like that, and I'm not on Instagram searching for that for music in the first place. So it's just mostly like word of mouth kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, it's the same here. Like probably word of mouth. And then sometimes on Spotify playlists, like there'll be an artist that like catches my ear and I'll follow them and then I'll just go down their whole discography or like there's just there's this website that I've been kind of going to for the last 15 years. Uh music.com. And they have really awesome community generated album reviews. They even have like a best new music uh, tab, which you can go to. And they're usually always really spot on. So that's like a good way to to learn about Mm -hmm. albums and then Pitchfork too. Yeah. So those those would be like my top three or four. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't checked out blogs in a while. Usually for me, it's just, yeah, same, same as Quez, like word of mouth, Uh you know, like people who I respect, you know, give me recommendations and, you know, don't feel like it's going to be a waste of time to throw on or anything. Or like Spotify radio, of course, is a, is a good one. I feel like there's like definitely, I don't know, like I want, I want more sources. Right. I feel like, I feel like Spotify is, it just makes it like too easy almost, you know? So you're like getting, getting what Spotify is curating for you when there's like so much good stuff out there. So, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. And I think too, especially now, cause like so many people, so, there's so many artists now out there that are releasing music every day and, uh, and a lot of them are just singles. And it's like, I, I've been trying to go back to listening to albums from like the first song to the last and just digesting an album before having an opinion on the artist. Cause it's yeah. so easy. I catch myself like right. 15 seconds into a single. I'm already in my head, like judging it a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. getting a little judgy. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I, I kind of hate that, you know? Yeah. Right. So I'm trying to be more focused on like listening to an album as an album instead of just piecemealing singles together. Yeah. Which is common on Spotify, you know? Right. Just finding albums in general, like music these days. It's not like back in the day where, like, you like, you know, we had blogs and you go on a blog and all these artists would be just on a line, you know, as you scroll <laughs> up and down. It's like new music, new music, new music, and you just be clicking away. Now it's just like, if you're not heavy into like the Instagram music culture kind of thing, then you kind of like lose track of what came out and what didn't come out. Or if you're not like yeah. on Spotify like that, you know, I feel like Apple Music don't kind of do that as much as Spotify, but mm. yeah, you're an Apple Music guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you on Spotify little, at all? At all? Or are you just a horny, straight bro. Apple Music? <laughs> I did. I, I stopped it. You stopped Spotify? Yeah, I feel like I just like naturally <laughs> was just like gravitating to Apple more and more and more. And so I was like, you're horny for Apple Music. Uh, <laughs> always turns me on. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, but it's, I mean, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, it's it's it takes time to go through an album too. Right. You know, it's just it's easier to go to a, an art, an artist profile and be like, oh, this is this is their like their top tracks. It's probably their best tracks. Right. But you you miss the little gems and the connective tissue on an album. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like you know very intentional. Like the little interludes that we put on our album. That's not going to be in like our top ten. Or maybe right. for us, because we don't have that many songs out. But yeah, like, like I've been loving this exercise of reviewing these albums we've been doing because honestly, like I haven't been listening to albums straight through a lot lately. Mm-hmm. You know, especially artists that like I've kind of written off or like, you know, don't, you know, don't listen to that much. 
And like, yeah. there's so many like little, little moments that I know I've missed over the years. So mm. Mm. it's also like a, about where you at in life too. You know, you know, sometimes I feel like certain times like, it feels like listening to an album is a commitment that you're making mm-hmm. to like really give all your attention to this thing that you might not like at the end of it or you might love it who knows but yeah. it's like mm-hmm. kind of just leaving it up to the universe and just like honing down and taking your time sometimes it's hard to do that mm-hmm. it's hard to do that you know we i feel like you know we all have kind of busy lives um sometimes it's kind of hard to just like hone in and really pay attention to a project these days right no, totally. totally. Like active listening to yeah. where you can can form an opinion about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And that's what I'm yeah. listening to the new James Blake album. Yeah. Um, yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I thought it was very interesting. I haven't finished it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very, very interesting. I mean, I'm always, I've always been a James Blake kind of fan. I love his, I love his voice. His voice is mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like just the instrumental in this album was kind of interesting to me and I wasn't being grabbed to continue to listen. It was hard for me to like to move on to the next song. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't excited yeah. to like hear the next track, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I did come across some like one or two songs that I was like, "Oh, these are fire!" Which yeah. ones? He's been wonderful, and mm. uh, "Fall Back." Yo, "Fall Back" is "Fall awesome. Back" is sick. "Fall Back" yeah. is cool. Yeah. The change in that song, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. Uh, but I, I think I got to where I want to know. I want I want you to know. And, okay. Um, that's like the furthest I got. That yeah. was a cool one too. Like yeah, that, that was a one. pretty. Yeah, that was yeah. a pretty cool song. Yeah. The nice one after that, Night Sky, was a, a pretty interesting vibe. Cool. I thought mm. that was like his vibiest one on mm. like a first listen. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, I share the same sentiment. Cause like I feel like I've always really respected his his artistry, like the sounds that he chooses. It's almost like textile. Like you can kind of feel it yeah well, some of the mm. samples that he uses and the, the instruments and stuff but mm-hmm. <clears throat> the stuff never really like can, like i could never really connect with it it never really mm. fully landed mm-hmm. and i was stoked after the first i was listening to the, the album in the car and, and off the first listen off the first song i was really excited to listen um, dude the first I, song is great it's an it's, it's almost like he punked us <laughs> a little bit because i was so i was so ready to listen to this album i yeah. felt so good yeah. Track two hits. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, I mean, and all of it is interesting. Like, it's definitely mm-hmm. warranted like multiple listens. But yeah, I feel like he was just like not. He was like, this is what you guys <laughs> want me to do, and this is what I'm not going to do for the rest of the album. He just couldn't help himself. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, yeah. yeah. That was my. I, that's my. Yeah. I feel. Th- I feel the same about, uh, especially the first song, because I saw this album came out, and I'm a huge fan. Or I respect. I've been a fan of James Blake and I respect mm-hmm. him a lot as a producer and a singer. Um, so I saw that he released, he released a new album. So I put it on the docket to talk about without listening to it. And I wasn't sure if I actually wanted to bring it up. But then after that first song, I was like, yes, we need to review this album. And then I started going through it. I was like, hmm. no, we don't need to review this album. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at, you know, go listen to it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, the standouts were asking to break the first one, fall back. Uh, and then if you can hear me, which is track 10, I don't think you got their quest, but it's like a really just like beautiful song. I don't know. It felt like, it felt like very experimental, 
felt like walking through a museum and just kind of I don't know checking out like it felt like high society art in a yes, way to 100%. me 100 percent. where it's like oh I I think that I think that's cool and like oh, I don't even understand what's going on there I don't know I, I feel like there were so many moments where I was like oh that's tasty and then it would change into mm-hmm. something that was just kind of like the, his last few records which I feel similarly about as as to this this album yeah yeah, yeah. I mean I really became a fan of his with uh overgrown this album mm. 2013 mm-hmm. okay i think it came out in 2013 but dude that song is so good see, what else do i have to talk about or won a grammy for it <laughs> oh. but yeah man like i still have so much respect for james blake and i'm i will listen to everything he releases but yeah i mean it's not it's not going to be on repeat for me besides right. a couple tracks yeah right. it was like I'm, I'm i was curious too like the like connective tissue because you said too it's like piecemealing songs together with really tasty like parts of songs and kind of putting it together in a really unique way. But it's like, mm-hmm. maybe I just didn't hear it on the first listen, but I was looking for like, what is he trying to like say in these songs? Like other than just approaching it from a really interesting, like oh. instrumental standpoint. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, cause even some of the lyrics I, I didn't really understand kind of like a Frank Ocean style where it's like, right. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I get it, dude. I get it. Cause like, I also feel like it's okay for album, you know, like, I feel like sometimes you don't need multiple listens for an album to, or a song to grab you. Like, you know, sometimes you, you know what you like and you know mm-hmm. what kind of sounds you gravitate to. And, and there's songs that you immediately, you're like, oh, no, this is it. This mm-hmm. is it. So I feel like when I don't feel that with certain albums or songs, I don't fight it. I'm like, cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it, it ain't for me. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Yeah. It's, it's not for you. And it's yeah. like, that's okay. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Yeah. Great piece. I'm not going to destroy it. It's a great piece of art, but not for. No. Yeah. Yeah. 100% agree. Host us, dude. Hostess <laughs> <laughs> wow. is uh, doing the mostest over here. <laughs> yeah. So did you guys check out the radio app? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, just for the listeners, this is another cool music discovery tool. It's basically an app that you can pull up and you see like a picture, like a map of the entire world, and you can click on different countries, and then you can click on different decades within those different countries and listen to music that was happening during that time period. So they call it the musical time machine, which is like a pretty pretty accurate description of it. And I was. I was using it a little bit and I thought it was pretty cool, but I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on it. I'm going to quiz. If you want to go first, you check it out. Yeah, I checked it out. It's pretty cool, dude. Uh, I definitely want to get deeper in it. Um, I was on it a couple of days ago and I was like just playing around and I was playing around with it. Um, kind of amazed by it in a way. Like, dude, this is crazy. Like the way you can just like, you know, navigate throughout the world. and <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, you know, you go anywhere, yeah. right? You can just, <laughs> hmm, where am I feeling today? You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. I'm going to Rome. See what people listening <laughs> was listening to there. You know, like <laughs> yeah, like it's super cool, dude. It's super cool. It's like I definitely want to get more into it. Um, and I feel like I, I got the basic features too because I have not paying for it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see if you pay for it. What living like? What other features you get? Right, because yeah. it limits you to like one <clears throat> one track per decade per country in right. the free version, right? And right. you, I don't, I think you can't 
like you play it's like a radio and you can't skip the song unless you pay for it so yeah i'd be curious to upgrade and see see what that feature is like too yeah. i was listening to a korean disco in the 80s which is kind of cool oh sweet <laughs> how about you alec yeah i thought it, i thought it was cool man um also have the basic one but i like that you could go to 2070 i was scared <laughs> wait i didn't realize that you can go in the yeah future. if you slide yeah if you slide to at least on the one that i have on the basic one you can go to 2070 mm-hmm. and it's it's a weird sound like you, you gotta it's almost like <laughs> james blake on steroids who's making music for 2070 the AI. Aliens? yeah <laughs> aliens <laughs> that's crazy yeah, it's, yeah after the podcast you should listen to the 2071 <laughs> yeah maybe it'll inspire some music yeah <laughs> Imagine, imagine, like you, you know, it'd be a good video concept, like some way tied it up and like going into like these years, and as you click in on a fucking year, you like have your dress like that year in a way. Mm. I was like looking through it. I was like, fucking nineteen thirty. I can imagine I fucking look down and I have a fucking straw in my mouth from a fucking leaf and you know bell bottom pants or like a fucking afro in the eighties, like the eighties or some shit, like. It'll be super interesting, super cool. You're like in a saloon, right? Horses outside, <laughs> outside, right? That's a good idea. Yo, speaking of of uh, fits and looks and fashion, actually, Quez, I wanted to ask you, yeah, man, I've been loving these little Instagram videos that you put out, you oh, know, with your you, fits, man. and uh, you, they're just like inspiring. I have, you know, fashion for me is a t-shirt, shorts, and a hat. So nice. I'm just like that's fashion. The advice, you know. Um, I was talking to a friend recently who was like you know these these like fit videos kind of annoy me you know they feel like like just like they're doing a little bit too much sometimes but he's like but i see quez's videos and i'm like i don't feel that at all i'm like super stoked and inspired and it always like makes you want to dress better so oh man thank you man <laughs> thank you man yeah so it's like somehow you're doing it right man so That's like good to hear dude man. give us give us and the the audience some fashion tips oh if you had, if you had like five fashion tips what would they be one is definitely be yourself, but don't uh, don't be afraid to experiment. Learn what looks good on your body. I feel like it's a big one. Like understanding your body and understanding proportion, proportions and how how you know your body looks and things. And um, have fun with it. You know, I feel like sometimes people take it so serious, and it's like you know it's clothes. Mm-hmm. You take it off at the end of the day anyway, and it doesn't define who mm-hmm. you really are. Really, you know. Like you, if you're interested in something, like just try it out. You mm, don't like it; it's one. fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like people take it too serious, especially these days. I feel like people try to use it to create this character that mm-hmm. sometimes they have a hard time translating. But I feel right. like if you know if you are, if you know who you are and you're comfortable with yourself, and that that, that energy would exude itself, you know, and whatever you mm. wear, it's just like kind of like people gravitate to that and like will grow on you and yeah. you become mm. more comfortable so you can wear it better in a sense you know oh, that's awesome man i love that, that advice cool. like not taking it too seriously it doesn't have to do this like big weight on it yeah you know, when you try something out you're not going to step out of the house and have to worry about like what's going to happen to you <laughs> right hey <laughs> <Right. laughs> right. you know True. you never know you, you might get so much good compliments and so much good attention that you're like oh shit i didn't know i can can do this you know Mm -hmm. and i I also see it as like a way to being creative you know putting these outfits together it could be a very creative process 
you know, mm-hmm. just like trying different colors, different shapes, different threads and fabrics. Mm. And I, yeah. It's, it's like, oh, this is a creative process at this point. It's not just you throwing a t-shirt and it's your pants. Mm. So it kind of uses the same uh, brain space as other artistic ventures you have? Yeah, 100%. 100%. I feel like it keeps me creative in a sense. Yeah. It's like another realm of like, it's another way to being creative and I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, yeah, you know, I can't, can, can these pants fit this shirt? Ooh, maybe it can. Let's try it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shirt is too short for these pants. Let's try this one. And it's like, I don't know, you just pairing colors and shapes to the point where like, oh, this is it. This makes me feel great. So, mm-hmm. you know. Is there anything you're, you're kind of eyeing recently, like as far as like direction of your your clothes or what you're putting together yeah. like is, has it has anything changed recently or is it like dude more, yeah yeah i've been uh it's funny i was talking about it um recently with uh audra and i used to wear you know how you wear big ass shirts and triple x's yeah four xl shirts i feel like now i'm gravitating to you know my size shirts actually like tight shirts not tight but you know smaller shirts and i like the big bottoms tight shirt kind of feel um, so I've been gravitating to that a lot lately. Yeah. Dang. Dang. <laughs> dude. No so more like medium large? Huh? Like medium large. Yeah, dude. Damn. <laughs> so we're not going to put up. that uh, double XL order in our graffiti shirts anymore? <laughs> nah, that's it. <laughs> Let's wrap those up. <laughs> so so it's it's you're done cold turkey. Uh, no, I still got them. I still wear them. Yeah. I got one on right now. But there's days where I'm like, I want to wear this tight shirt today with yeah. these big pants and big boots. Dude, I, I got big pants. I was telling Tyler, I got big pants. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tell the story. <laughs> Sanji uh, had a, had a like a, wanted to go to Madewell, you know that company? It does like mm-hmm. jeans and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they were doing like a discount uh, on jeans. And we went over there and I was like, I want to get some cool pants. And I got these super fucking wide pants. Ooh, like I'm talking about like this, this wide down the legs. Fire. And in the dressing room, I was like, okay, like maybe, maybe this is my look, you know, like maybe I'm, I'm going to venture out this year or something. And <laughs> I got them and then I, I go, I go back home and I put them on and walk around the apartment. I was like, I look like a, I look like a paper boy from like the 1950s. <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't match the rest of my, my wardrobe. Right. So it just looks out of place. <laughs> like there's no way that I could rock that. So I returned it, but it, it got me thinking how important if you get, like a crazy piece of uh, of clothing like that, you need to have like balance, <laughs> or but it just is, looks completely out of place. I feel like that in- inspires you to be like, oh, let me get a t shirt that fits with this. True. And then you start True. to like branch around that area a little more and around that realm, and yeah. next thing you know, you just wearing something different now, and you feel yeah. good about yourself. So. Because, you know, either you feel good in it or you're proud of yourself or, I don't know, dressing is tricky and it's fun at the same time. Yeah. It's a way mm-hmm. to express yourself. True. True. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty cool, dude, that you just like, you know, stepped out of your comfort zone and bought some big pants just for yeah, that. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's, that's dope. <laughs> bought some big pants. <laughs> that's dope, bro. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I, I tried it. I tried it. I wish you would have sent a picture, dude. Oh, I should have, man. Next, uh, next, next risky purchase. I'll pick. <laughs> that reminds me of this meme that I saw the other day of like this little kid who like rearranged his room 
and it's like new room new me (laughs) (laughs) i remember that feeling when i was a kid rearranging your room being like dude it's the start of a new chapter Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. even now as a whole grown-up you you move your bed to one side of the wall and you're like this is it (laughs) good energy good vibes 100 (laughs) percent can't wait to tell someone about this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while we're on the topic of, of advice, um, I want to turn to Alec and ask him about tattoo advice because mm. we all have tattoos, but none of us quite have tattoos on the level of Alec. Alec, no. I feel like you've got like you've, you've taken the time and the energy to research like really like dope tattoo artists, mm-hmm. dope designs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just feel like I, and I'm like, Full disclosure, I'm looking to get an arm piece right now. So uh, Sweet. this is actually like advice that I want to hear about. How do you find good tattoo artists and what do you look for? I think people would be curious to hear. Yeah. I mean, first off, what are you looking for? Or what, do, you, do you have an idea for your, your arm? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for, I think I told you guys this before, but I'm looking to get two koi fish, like the front pocket of our graffiti shirt mm-hmm. on my shoulder. But I think that it's going to look a little naked by itself. So I'd love to get it like filled out behind and i'm not really sure what that is but i would love to find an artist to collab with that process on um but i don't really know how it works like i don't know if i should come with an idea or if there are certain artists that you can just basically say what i just told you guys and they're like dude i got you you know and like where where i'd even start to find start looking for an artist like that yeah that's a good point i mean dude especially where you're at in oakland in san francisco you have so many good artists out there Mm. And so many shops. I feel like that's where I, that's, I don't know. I feel like over the years I've just followed shops and then from there looking at the port, like the, uh, what they post on their Instagram and like any art that resonates with me. And then I go to that artist and then I just start following them. So it's kind of like on my Instagram thread, like every so often I'll just kind of keep getting tattoo posts, you know? And then the more you look at it, the more it's like in front of your face, the more you're kind of just like, okay. I like this style or maybe I don't like this style or I like this style, but this guy doesn't have like the straightest lines or the, like the greatest of shading um, or like the placement's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And then you just start kind of like knowing kind of what to look for just because it's in front of your face so much, you know, mm-hmm. but like some artists are super technical if you want something, you know, really on like a fine line level of detail, mm-hmm. like a Scott Campbell, or there's like ones that are just have a vibe that aren't like technically sound, but they just, they just have their own unique style. And I think that's the other thing that I look for is like tattoo artists that have developed something that is uniquely them. Like they, like you can look at their page or their portfolio and be like, this is where they totally leaned into and mastered. Mm. Like in, in like in the space of like fish, I would go to someone like, like a Japanese style artist that mm. does mm-hmm. really killer koi fish, you know, and just start so you're going saying down that, that it's rabbit almost, hole. It's almost better to, to like seek out a tattoo artist that has like a real niche they do well then try to find someone who's good at every style yeah because or doesn't really have a style but it's just good or yeah yeah i mean you could do that too if you go to a good artist you want to kind of give them kind of an idea of what you want but you Mm want to kind of let them run with it because you don't want them to like you want to go back and forth for hours about like little details and then then Mm. it's just like a weird experience like you go to them because they're an expert and then you're like this is what i want they draft up a couple ideas, maybe like one or two back and forth, and that's it. And then they're ready yeah. to go. Yeah. Sounds like going to a really good mixer for music, kind of, right? Mm hmm. Totally. To yeah. Put their stamp on it, kind of implement their ideas. Oh, yeah. You're going to them for a reason. Yeah. So you don't want to nitpick it too much. 
Exactly. Yeah. 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 Cool. That's good advice. Yeah. To kind of find, find a couple shops, a couple artists, and then let the Instagram algorithms just kind of start feeding you stuff. Yeah. I mean, speaking of SF, I went to seven son, which is, is in SF. It's a tattoo shop. Seven son. Okay. Seventh son. So seven sons. Yeah. They have a couple Japanese, uh, style artists there. Mm. Could be cool. cool. Yeah. What, uh, which one did you get there? Uh, the, I got my tiger shaded. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a great so one. He, he works there now. So cool. cool. Yeah. What's the Same. guy's name? Uh, Victor Webster. Victor he Webster. could actually be pretty cool for, for fish as well. Yeah, man. No, that's yeah. great advice. Cause I know like a lot of times these guys have long wait periods too. So if it's someone local, mm-hmm. right. That'd be great. Really dope. Yeah. Pop over yeah. if he has an opening or something. Yeah. Yeah. Be dope. Yeah, man. Tattoos, oh, man. Sweet. You getting anything, Queez? I've been thinking about it, dude. I've been itching. I've been itching. Yeah. I've been like for my birthday next year, like either a tattoo or like a watch. Ooh. I've been like I've been into like watches lately. Dude, I've been kind of Both great options. Wanting to search for a watch too. What, dude, how's yeah. your how's your, your watch journey been? Uh very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, yeah, it's definitely like a like a journey that I can see being a hobby that I can I can see very being very expensive, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really cool, dude. It's like I don't know, it feels like you're maturing a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen like a couple like you know good starting brand like Seiko is a good starting one for mm-hmm. a couple hundred bucks. Seikos. Yeah. Seikos are cool. When Seikos is it? Cool. Next year, April. Those are a little more pricier, but mm-hmm. Citizen. Citizen. Get some ones for like mm-hmm. a little, kind of cheap. Does Gucci make a watch? Yeah, they do. I've been looking at yeah, they make good watches too. I've been looking at Gucci watches as well. Nice. Um, what do they run? Well, not too much, like two grand. Two grand. Yeah. Eighteen hundred. Between like between like for a good one, between like fourteen to two grand. Yeah. But I mean they they're good watches, they last a very long time. Yeah. 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 Hey man. Still want those Gucci slippers. Hey man. <laughs> Let's do it, man. I beat making slippers. Dude. Let's go. Every day I walk to my mailbox and say, is this the day? <laughs> and I'm disappointed every day. <laughs> is this the day? I open up with such excitement and fuck. <laughs> Dude, what are you, what, how are you going to celebrate when they arrive one day and surprise you? Dude, <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to scream really loud. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah! <laughs> Wake the whole block up. Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna are run you back. Okay? Like, yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. run back and be like, Sanji, they fucking came. <laughs> Clear your schedule and watch me put them on. Alice gonna be the new wax on on Instagram. Yo, look at the trip today. <laughs> Dude, for the next graffiti trip, I mean, we're coming up on 10 years of the band. I think it's in 2024 at some point. Yo, that would be like, that would take our cabin, our little getaway trips to another level. Just like have our Gucci slippers all lined up. Every time we walk into the studio, we put them on. Hell yeah. (laughs) It sounds smooth. We got to do it. We got to do it. All right. Because I think Let It Go came out in 2016, but we were a band before that, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, first, yeah, first yeah. show was with Quez 2014, right? Mm-hmm. Or was that 2015? Yeah. I think it was 2015. Oh, it was 2015? Quez's yeah. backup band. <laughs> 2015, yeah. Drum. <laughs> Drum, Pulling baby. out the DJ setup from the wall. Oh, man. Dude, what a... <laughs> what a time. Dude, I would love to re- relive that moment. Oh, dude. <laughs> we should do a whole episode where we just tell like band stories that'd be cool yeah that'd be fucking we should we got some good ones yeah dude, that'd be a cool after a... hours one yeah when we're just yeah, like yeah. drinking and shooting the shit yeah let's do that dude uh, uh yeah maybe we should do like an after hours one after radio comes out yes yeah mm-hmm. i'd sure. be super down mm-hmm. just like vibe to the song mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe talk about some of the moments making it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming out on the 13th. 13th yeah. radio. Yeah. It's been a long journey to get this one out. <laughs> Tell me about it. Shout out yeah. to all the supporters along the way. Everyone mm-hmm. that was pushing to get that thing resurrected yeah. from the dead. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I still think that's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, really, just one person, kind of. I mean, a couple, a couple big pushes, but one that mm-hmm. just pushed a little bit more than others. <laughs> Very pushy. Very pushy. Uh, and now push it's coming work, out. Push worked. The push worked. Yeah, push worked. <laughs> More of the story. Don't be afraid to push. Don't yeah. <laughs> if you if you think you're done pushing, push a little harder. Push a little harder. <laughs> Graffiti Rails pushy guide to life. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we should actually change the name. That's great. Pushing guy to life. Pushing guy to life. Oh man. Well, on that note, I'm gonna wrap this thing up. It's great talking to you guys. Thank Dude. you guys, man. You guys too. Always guys. Till next time. Bye bye. Peace. Later. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Just a reminder that you can follow us on all social media platforms and streaming services. Just search for our band's name, Graffiti Royale. Our theme song for this podcast is called "Let It Go" by us. And this episode was mixed by Jeremy Scott. Till next time.